my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's a franchise, but I'm shot. Why am I singing John Cena's fucking entrance music? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you beautiful people. It is me, Black Zeus. Welcome to Black Zeus, the podcast. Season three, episode 48, baby. We got two more to go after this, and then it's a wrap on season three. It's a wrap on 2022. But right now, it's just me and you in the stew. Got my boy Dante in the building. What up, bruh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> you know, when I was editing last week's episode, I kept replaying the beginning because I'm like, what did I do to this guy, man? Like, I feel like I've infected you with retardation. <laughs> Uh, like progressively like every episode from from when you started on the podcast to like last week's it was like your intro gets just progressively louder and dumber and i'm like yo this is the influence that i have on people i'm just trying not to redo the fat albert thing that's my only thing. i'm just trying not to it's daunting how you living bro i'm living good i'm blessed and highly favored i'm highly energized as well because had some nice hibiscus Tea earlier. Atta boy. Atta boy. Atta boy. Um, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the podcast. It is I, your boy, Black Zeus. I hope you guys have had a good week since the last time we talked. A uh, lot of stuff. Man, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Very active week uh, to recap. And then even this week, winding down for the end of the year, but your boy has shows. Um, I guess I should start. Remember how last week we said we were going to film uh, my show promo? We didn't We didn't end up doing it. So I ended up just putting the audio version in. But I'll actually promote the shit I got going on this week up front. Just in case I don't, which, let's be serious, I won't <laughs> record after this podcast. Uh, let me pull up my calendar real quick. You guys are listening to this Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. And if you are listening to this with enough time, I will be at Comedy Bar Wednesday, December 14th at 8 p.m. for Puff Mama's Puff Jam. It's like a stoner. It's like an underground comedy revival. I don't know. I don't think you've ever been to the underground comedy club. No. It's like one of the OG Vapor Lounge shows. It's one of the OG Vapor Lounges in Toronto. Uh, Puff Mama staple in the toronto comedy community um she literally is like our mom like our yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah bro she yeah. she she takes care of us and looks after us and when she had the underground every comic will tell you it was it was like the perfect spot for comedy low ceilings black box room everybody's tight nice. but the difference with this place is she allowed you to smoke weed in there so it was like it was like church baby because you had the incense burning, you had the you had everybody, you had everybody flying, baby. Um, so I will be doing that show, at comedy bar this Wednesday, the same day of release, uh, Thursday, December fifteenth, two thousand twenty-two. I will also be at Comedy Bar West, same venue. So if you can't catch me on the Wednesday, come by on the Thursday for Culture Shock Comedy. All right, Culture Shock Comedy, bunch of ethnic comics. Coming to say dumb shit for you. All right. That's also at 8 o'clock, Comedy Bar West. Then, Friday, big show Friday. 
Uh, if you guys are Toronto uh, fans of mine and you're on social media, then chances are you've heard of the Instagram account, Mr. Lewin. This man has a big social media platform, big following, and uh, he puts on banger shows. I will be part of Mr. Lewin's revival show. It's called uh, The Revival. This Friday, uh, the 16th, at 8 o'clock, you can't even go to this show, so I don't know why I'm promoting it. Because it's sold out, baby. <gasps> it's already sold out. So, you know, if you got your tickets, I'll see you there. I am on that lineup. It'll be a fire night. Then, Sunday, you sons of bitches. I don't have anything officially booked for Saturday. And normally, I would fill that in. But given that I'm busy from Wednesday to Sunday, I might just take that day to recoup. We'll see. But as of right now, Sunday. Comedy for community. It's actually a um, a fundraising show. So let me. I wanna. I wanna promote this one properly too, because it's for a good cause. If you're in the Toronto area, please come on out and support comedy for community. Oh my God! What an amazing. Whoo! This lineup is stupid. Alan Shane Lewis, Cedric Newman, Tamara Siobhan, Jesse Singh. Yo, we got the fucking Pokemon. Gilson Lubin, this nigga's so this nigga's so elusive, bro. Gilson Lubin's gonna be there. Zabrina Douglas is gonna be wow, and and myself. What a bro, that is woo! All right, be at that one. That one's not to miss. That one is gonna be uh, 100% of the proceeds will be donated to those in need this holiday season. Beautiful. Uh, $25 online, $30 at the door. And it will be at where the hell's the actual venue, nigga? You gotta you gotta give me the info. Where is it, nigga? Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. The lineup, da da da. Bro, you can't promote a show and not tell people where it is, you dingus. This is more for the promoter. Where's the show, nigga? Am I just am I just stupid? I am stupid. This is why you don't speak out loud foolishly. It's at 1230 Shepherd Avenue West. Wow. Wow. That took it's very tiny, but it's on there. So I, I gotta I gotta take back. I am the dingus. I am the dingus. Uh yeah, twelve thirty Shepherd Avenue West. And that show starts at eight. So yeah, bunch of shows. Bunch of shows coming up. Uh make sure make sure if you're in the Toronto area you, you check those out there's only so many shows left for the year um to recap though i just had a weekend of some very blessed shows i i started at the corner on thursday i think it was um friday i was in north york like bro i, I did a i did a set where was it where was what was the actual place called where is the actual, it was york brewing Okay, like uh, Muddy York Brewing Co. Little, little, little show. Um, I pulled up and it had real hick vibes. Like the bar just like reminded me of London, Ontario a lot, which is where I grew up. And that's like pure Hicksville. But like I could tell obviously right away it wasn't hick, even though like the look, very hick look. But then there's a big like gay pride flag on the wall. So I'm like, you know what? People here are definitely more tolerant than than the image of the, of the bar itself and like it turned out to be a really fun because i walked up i'm like oh shit i'm gonna have to get my my backwards comedy set ready i'm gonna have to get my hick ass set ready 
And then um, <laughs> I opened the door. I'm like, I guess not. Don't be judging a book by its cover. Yeah, or as they say, don't judge a bar by its cover top. <laughs> you know? I'm just going to stare at you for a minute. How do you feel when I look at you right now? What are you thinking right now when I look at you? Do you feel judgment? No. You don't? Not really. You should. I should? Judging you a little bit. I thought that was pretty funny. Cause like, <laughs> you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a bar by its countertop. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the camera on you just for that little hand motion. Um, but yeah, like a solid little week of shows. I, I, I feel like I did one more show. I did three. Um, but I can't remember the last one. It was good though. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know, winding down for the year. I'm still working on all the new material. I'm still mainly working on relationships, sex, love stuff. Uh, I have a whole goal and vision in, in, in mind for next year. So yeah, man, it's just, uh, you know, this is going to be one of those nice wind down ones. We're one week away from Christmas. If you celebrate and we're already into Hanukkah and Kwanzaa's around the corner. If you celebrate a new Christmas movie on the shelf, baby. And this one, what like one of my personal favorites, only because it's a Friday movie. And you can't go wrong with the Friday movies. And yes, of the three Friday movies, this is the weakest one. But it's a Christmas movie. So during Christmas season, it's the best one. Because it like just directly speaks to to the time. And, and actually, it's really funny. Like, yeah, it's the weakest one compared to the other two because the other two have Chris Rock and, and like... Mike Epps' debut in it. Like, I don't know. Those two are just time and place. The third one is a little more forgettable, but I've been watching it every year around the Christmas season now. And it's, I think, like, low-key. It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's really good. I, I can't even say it's my favorite because that's not, that's not true. But you do watch it around the Christmas time. Like, how often it's become a, it's become a holiday, like, tradition yeah. movie now. But realistic, like even look at the cover. They're wrapped up in Christmas lights. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's a hood Christmas movie. The whole premise of the movie is uh, now Day Day and Craig m- moved in together. They're roommates, yeah. and they get uh, they get this job working security guard. We, you want to watch this after we record? I don't know if you got to go somewhere, but I might throw this shit. I've been thinking of what to watch. I might just have to watch next Friday or Friday after next tonight. Um, but the premise is, yeah, they they get this job. I uh, work in security at uh, the plaza where their uncle, their dad, their each of their dads have this barbecue business. Uh, barbecue so good, make you want to slap your mama. Ain't that right, Willie? Yeah, boy. And then he just smacks the shit out of his mom, bro. It's so funny. Like, the scene is so funny. Um, and essentially, there's a, a Grinch character. Like, there's a hood uh, there's a guy running around the hood dressed up as Santa Claus and robbing people. And then they get robbed. And then, you know, the whole movie is them having to figure out how they're going to get rent. And they're putting on a Christmas party. And then, you know, girls. Uh, who Who is in it? Sleeper character in the movie. Uh, Cat Williams. He plays a pimp, obviously. But... <laughs> um, there's another comedian, the Arab, the the guy that owns the plaza. Oh, this is gonna bother me. Cause he's he, he's a really funny guy. Damn, he's an Arab comic. It's oh yeah, you know what, you son of a bitch. Yeah, but is it gonna be in here? 
Am I gonna get? Cause you gotta check the IMDb. Check the IMDb for me. Yeah, Friday yeah, after next. Um, I'm gonna see if I can see him on the back of this, but I doubt it, cause it, it doesn't give the full cast on the back of these. Uh, I want to get his. If I ah, damn. I know it. It's gonna bother me as soon as you see it. I'm gonna be like, fuck. And he travels the world. He's like an international comic. Anyways, he's really funny in it too. Uh, Terry Crews is in it, and uh, you know he he gets some laughs. But mainly like Craig and Day Day back at it with their dads. Uh, R.I.P. John Witherspoon. Um, it's an Arab guy, so just like. Is his name Maz Jobrani? Yeah, Maz Jobrani. Thank you. Actually, Nima opened up for him. Really? Yeah, Nima's opened up for him. Shout out Nima. Shout out Nima Naz, bro. Salutes to the boy. Absolutely crushing it and fulfilling his his life's purpose, man. Um, classic hood movie. If if you don't have time to watch it later, then maybe we'll play some video games or whatever, and then you'll be on your way. But I probably will end up watching that today now. That's solid. I'm ex- I'm excited. That's a, that's a good movie to look forward to. Um, we're gonna keep it breezy, baby. It's it's the wind down episodes. We got two more. Me and Dante are gonna work extra hard to to plot these next two ones out to make sure that you know they're end of the year recap solid episodes. I have a surprise that I'm working on for next week's episode. Um, I'm not gonna f- fully spoil it. Maybe, but you know, maybe you know, maybe tease it, because you guys have heard. Uh, there's an episode a few weeks back where I was talking about uh, AI rappers and AI rap and AI music and all that stuff, and then I mistook an actual rapper for an AI rapper. His name is Hank Trill. This guy puts out mixtapes in the voice and styling of Hank Hill from King of the Hill, and um, I put out a promo clip where I, I I bigged him up, and then his fans took that back to him, and then he reached out to me. So now we're in talks to bring him on as a guest on the podcast. He's obviously in the States, so he won't be physically in the room, but we're going to figure out how to do this properly. And I'm hoping to line that up for next week. I'm still I'm still figuring out the logistics with him. Um, so if not next week, either the last episode of the season or, you know, I'm not going to just keep it with no episodes throughout the, the holiday break. So in between season three and four, there's going to be a few episodes that aren't titled or aren't seasons. Uh, there'll be like not an episode four or five, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe he'll be on that if, if, if all lines up, but yeah, man, very excited for the wind down of this shit. But this, this one, we just came in, you know, uh, had, had a, a chart and I feel like we're, we're moving along nicely on, on the list of shit to talk about. I'm going to get to the poll results. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for you. I'm so excited for you to bring the touchpad onto the podcast for, yeah. for the next season because then we can start getting into like segment um, sounds and yeah, it's cool. time for the poll results. You know what I mean? Shit like yeah. that. Uh, this is how my brain works, Dante. <laughs> Jumping from cloud to cloud. Yeah, thank you. Hey, shout out to Ye. Uh, however you feel about that nigga right now. Um... Let me pull up last week's poll results. So last week's poll question was, life is a blank. And big ups to Dante, because this was actually your idea for the question. Life is a blank. Coincidence or manifestation? Now, you said. I said life is manifestation. I agree with you also. But we did have like. Uh, like we, we did have 
somewhat of a discussion about like that. Breakdown? Yeah, I, I initially, I, I feel like I was more centered on the thing. Yeah. But like life was 100% manifestation. Yeah. And lo and behold, ding, 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 88% went to manifestation. Only 12% went to coincidence. Um, so that, that's, that's interesting to me because, because of, of how, how many, many people say they're atheists. Like, like man, if life is a manifestation, whose manifestation is it ours? Are we manifesting the life? But if you're going to, if you're going to lean towards the side of life being a manifestation and not coincidence, because to me, coincidence and evolution are the, are that it's coincidental. Manifestation, Manifestation to me is God. God. Okay, is, is like, like fingerprint, fingerprint of God. God. Mm-hmm. If, if if you, you believe, believe that this is a manifestation, manifestation uh, like I, I know a lot of people, especially in New Age, you know, what I mean, it does all come down to self. Like I, 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 it's me. I'm manifesting this shit, but it's like I, I, me personally, my belief is that there's a greater manifestation at play. The great. The great, if the greatest, yeah. some might say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I think governs this whole shebang. Without getting too heavy-handed in, in religion or, or belief systems or whatever. It's like, I've had definitely my own experiences, and I've come to question and challenge all aspects of life, whether it be theological or scientific. Um, and I think through my life experiences... And through, you know, like um, teachings, scripture, and science, my personal conclusion is that this shit is manifestation. And science is getting closer and closer to proving the existence of God anyways. Yeah. Well, like, this goes, like, we're talking before we went live today about Mm -hmm. secret societies or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How do we know that they haven't already discovered God? Right, because like you can't be like the example I always tell is like the the U.S. government, right? They yeah. were working on the, the stealth bomber twenty years before we even saw. We it. even saw, yeah. yeah. They're, They're already, already on, on like, like that's what I'm saying. The, the next, 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 next. next. Dog, they could be seventy years in the future. But, but wouldn't that, that be the flying saucers and shit now? now? See, yes. now no, let's, let's let's take this. Let's take this. I wasn't even gonna get here, but let's we naturally got here. here. We got to go down a classic Zeus conspiracy corner right now. It's time for Black Zeus's conspiracy corner. So. And and I'm only going to go to Tesla because people lo- I love Tesla. But if you really understand, if you go macro on life, Tesla just tapped into what already existed to knowledge that was already there. But what this man, Nikola Tesla, look into this man, what he was doing. He was the one that, like, in in the West, at least, that was a major proponent to energy is free and it's it's in the air. All this shit, like, everything... (laughs) Everything that we have today, basically, they credit to this man, which is funny because his understanding and teachings come from ancient, but whatever. For the sake of this conversation, he created x-rays, the like plugging it like ACDC current like the whole Edison versus Tesla he disproved Edison like a motherfucker um uh, and we literally to this day are using the electricity grid based off of how Tesla designed it yeah. oh, just, just the other way around Ed- well, well, off the way Edison designed it 
Because if he went off the way Tesla is, he would win. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. I I misspoke. I misspoke. Because the the system is Edison. Uh the damn damn I lost my point, but I'm happy you said that because you corrected me and then I would have just like at, in editing this I would have been like fuck. Um, regardless, regardless, this man was a big proponent of a lot of what we still know and use today. Now this guy also had patent pending, like flying anti-gravity machines, all this shit, okay? Uh, and and th whether you believe this or not, he was doing it. Even, even the free energy thing. And this is historical fact. This nigga... This nigga. <laughs> Nikola Tesla was funded by J.P. Morgan, the bank, the, one of the major American institutions, they, for $100,000 back in the day. So this is like millions back in the day. And he had already erected a tower on a, and uh, what he figured out was he had figured out, you know, the, the secrets behind the pyramid and all this shit, which now we're really coming to understand was energy. It's all, it's all, it's like uh, sources, sources of energy. energy. It's, it's like, like a, 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 it's a power plant, plant essentially. essentially. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, like and, and if, and again, this is, you look this shit up. If you think I'm making this shit up, we have historical evidence. We have archeological evidence. We, they found clay pots with acid copper and wiring in them that's a battery my guy they found ancient batteries so like recontextualize what you know of history and then also understand that ethiopia uh er ethiopia eritrea and and north e northeastern africa is the spot my nigga i don't care what you look like what color you are you come from there oh my god the power fists are up baby uh <laughs> so nikola tesla was funded by the bank erected this tower where he was starting to actually prove that energy free flows in the air and you could tap into it and transfer it wirelessly and like the greater conspiracy is is like if we were going to go wireless you can imagine like we wouldn't have this grid above this electrical grid literally above our head all these telephone poles all these wires and shit there's a literal electromagnetic field above all our heads and you know Maybe chemtrails are potentially dumping aluminum on all this shit into the air. Uh, maybe it's, it's a conspiracy corner. No, but think of it like this, right? Because Wi-Fi itself is just a lower vibrational form of energy. Uh, come on. Come on and all. Yeah, bro. Bluetooth. All this shit. All this shit. What is Bluetooth? Think about it. What is Wi-Fi? Think about it. Think about it, man. So back to Tesla. So that's just the f that's just the energy stuff. Getting back to where we are now. All these ideas as soon as Tesla died, all his patents were scooped up by the government. All of his patents were scooped up by the government. Shortly after his death, Area 51 pops up and the whole, you know, the story, the phenomenon is Roswell, New Mexico, flying saucer falls out of the sky. And then they took a gray, they found a gray alien and they fucking cut him open and all. What if they took this nigga's patents, which again, he had patents for anti-gravity machines slightly after his death, Area 51 pops up. And then now we're starting to see all declassification of UFO information. Now the governments are starting to be like, UFOs are real and da 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 da. I'm like, what if this is actually just human technology that they're trying to 
fucking make you think is alien technology. Fucking alien, my nigga. We built the pyramids, bro. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> fuck. I wasn't even going to get into this. But, but find God, man. You got y'all y'all gotta y'all better find God, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, cause this life is way freakier than you even even can imagine. And freaky is not even the right word. It's just it's what a blessing this life is, the ups and the downs. It's uh way more spectacular. Oh man, what is ah uh, Ah, it's such a beautiful thing, man. Life is one hundred percent a manifestation. And then it's not ours. It's not ours. As much as you like to think you're controlling your life, you control nothing. Um, we might as well preview next week's poll. Next week's poll question. Uh, did you have anything more to add on on life being coincidence or manifestation? Um, well, if you look at it at a macro scale, right? Mm-hmm. For the layman, macro is zooming out. Zoom out. So Mi- micro, zoom in. Yes. Macro, zoom out. Okay. So if you look at it, big enough scale right you can see that like each sort of event leads to another event right so we start from the the initial event which leads to the next thing which leads to the next thing which leads to the next thing and i think uh if you look at it like that there's it's not a coincidence it's 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 a manifestation like things are being made or decided or whatever at a macro scale that's not perceivable at least currently um, it kind of is if, if like if we're able to say it's all to some extent, yeah. To some extent, we can kind of we can. Kinda but see that is faith, though. But you're yeah. making you we make these assumptions and we make these not even assumptions. We make these claims off faith. Yes, we believe it. But there's atheists that don't believe it. There's there's even there's there's theists that don't believe. You know, there's like different degrees to belief and faith. So it's like, hey man, more power to you. Whatever you believe, you believe. But the truth is objective. Uh, and and you know and people that know know that they know nothing and i know nothing bro so i i i this is just i'm going based off my life experience and based off historical writings that's all i can go off of and sure people like to always say but the bible was written by men you really need to understand everything i'm not even necessarily even talking about biblical stuff but but uh, I am to an extent also, because uh, if you guys don't understand that the word Bible is just literally means books. The Bible is just a collection of stories, and that's about as deep as I'm gonna get into that one. This because uh, you know that could be. Whew, I almost caught myself going down a whole rabbit hole. Next week's poll question. And since we're getting closer to Christmas next week, this one is heavily Christmas themed or at least holiday themed. Uh, the holidays are one thing, but how often do you spend quality time with your family throughout the year? Because everybody gets together during the holidays and you're like, yeah, this is what it's all about, family and stuff. But how many of you guys actually spend time with your family outside of the holidays regularly? And the two options were minimum once a week and half to less than half of the year. So you see your family minimum once a week, but like more than more than like minimum once a week, but it could be multiple times a week. Or do you see them like, you know, somewhere between upwards of half. Now, when you say family, is this just like immediate family, family, family. Like extended family, family. 
who you consider family. That could be extended. Who you like? Family is family, man. It's the people that you need yeah. around you mm-hmm. to to make life worthwhile. Yeah. So, that that'll be that'll be answered next week. And if you, um, you know, if you want to get in on these poll questions, follow me on Instagram at aka Black Zeus. I'm also on all social media at aka Black Zeus, but mainly the poll questions get asked every Monday on my story feed. You get reminded with a little post. Uh, so yeah, just make sure you follow me if you want to be in on the interactive poll questions and results. Um, let's wind down here, baby, because I'm really, I'm really, this, I'm getting in my nerd. I'm getting back in my nerd. I used to fucking love video. I still love video games, but I used to a have way more time for them. And just now with the holiday season and and just life happenings around me, I have a little more of my time freeing up. Especially my daytime, which is beautiful. And I don't know why I've had an itch to just play a video game. I've had an itch. And what I was going to do, because usually around the holidays, I go through Twilight Princess. I'll play Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. You know what's interesting? I know a lot of people that kind of had that same sort of tradition. Like, it's Christmas time. It's time to play Zelda. You know what I mean? Like, I got to go back. Well, we get it as a gift when we were kids. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and Twilight Princess was... Like one of the goats. And is the one like I I don't know why that like uh, Snow Peak Ruins is one of the temples in in Twilight Princess and it's just like a snow lodge like it's a lodge it's a winter cabin but it's a whole dungeon with like this snow day snow yeti and his wife and shit I don't know it just and like to get to the dungeon there's like this whole snowboarding court and that just to me has always stood out in the winter months because that's when I was playing it I got it for Christmas and I played it during Christmas. Even though I was playing Zelda as a kid, I don't think Ocarina of Time or like Majora's Mask. I think when I think Majora's Mask, I think of one of my friend's birthdays because I remember being in his house when he got Majora's Mask and I didn't have it yet. And so like that's the core memory of Majora's Mask. Like Ocarina is just like just my childhood because N64 was just my childhood. But like Twilight Princess is winter is the holiday months for me. But I don't know. I have I have an abundance of games right now. I have an Epic Game Store account, okay. and uh, if you guys are gamers at all, even if you don't have a gaming PC, absolutely create an Epic Game Store account. Um, and just you can download. They give away free games like every four to five days, mm-hmm. but during the holidays specifically, and I think in like a couple days is is launching. Right now, Saints Row Four they just gave away for free, but every holiday season they give away like triple A, like high tier. Like $80 games. Like last year, I got the complete Tomb Raider collection and I got the complete Bioshock HD remake collection. Like all one, two, and three Bioshock, one, two, and infinite. And like, and they, they give away Wolfenstein. Like I got Wolfenstein, Fallout. So like during the holidays, they give away even better, more premium games. So even if you don't have a gaming PC, you can stack these and just build a library so that if you ever do get a gaming PC, you have a little catalog of games to, to work through. So. I'm like, okay, I want to play some games. What the hell do I do? And there's been one game. Because there's a few that I'm looking forward to. But the reason I felt stuck as to what to play was... Like, I always go back to tradition. It's like, it's the holidays, I'm going to play whatever. But I want to do something new. I got a little bit of time. Like, let me invest in something that I don't already... I'm not familiar with that I can just like... Because Twilight Princess, I'll just blaze through it. I know it from beginning to end. You know what I mean? This game, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. 
I know you know about this game. Hell yeah, I love this game. Samurai game uh, made by Sucker Punch, which is a dope developer. Dope developer. They make really great video games. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a video game that's set in feudal Japan during samurais, like during the Mongolian invasion. And then you play this samurai from this this region called Tsushima, which is all fact. Like this is all like based in historical yeah. fact. I don't know if exactly the story played out like this. Not exactly, but they, they even Tsushima like, is like yeah. this happened. Like this was a well, samurais were here and well yeah because the Mongols raided East Asia. True. Right? Yeah. So like it's not gonna be exactly like there was a you know the main character. I don't want to give away his name, but like the main character he had to what like, Jin? What do you? That's not a spoiler. To know the character's name though. Names are important. who is like, bro. If you're a spoiler freak, that's fair. But if you're a spoiler freak to the point where you can't hear a character's name, you fucking punk. What? I'm getting into the close up real quick. Don't talk for a second, Dante. If you're a fucking person that is into not into spoilers, I get it. I respect it. But if I say a name, bro. If I say a character name, guy, and you're like, you're spoiling. I'm gonna I'm gonna stomp you in the nuts like boondocks. Stomp him in the nuts. Stomp him in the nuts. I'm gonna stomp him in the nuts. What was that Gangsta Licious? I think that was Gangsta Licious. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to your point. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's like one to one accuracy, but like we do know that the Mongols invaded Japan. That's that's good enough for people to like base mm -hmm. the game around. And I love, I already love the setting. I love Samurai. I love Ninja more. I love, like, the mythos of ninjas more. Mm -hmm. But I, I do love Samurai mythos. Uh, but the one thing that has stuck out to me about this game in particular was just, a, well, A, it's a Sony game. And Sony first-party games always, like, to, to, like, made with utmost quality. And always, like, creative and inventive. And they don't just, like, reinvent the wheel. They won't... Sony won't just give you 80 shooters in a year like Microsoft loves to. Like, bro, they're not just going to give you Call of Duty 8 within the same year. I'm like, bro, I just, we just had 7, like, two months ago. It, it's It's got a pedigree, but then it also has um, influence based off of other stuff. Like, movies that I love. Like, Kurosawa. Uh, what's his first name? There's a director, a legendary director, a Japanese director. I think it's Akiro. You might be right. Kira, uh, uh, his last name is Kurosawa. K-U-R-O-S-A-W-A. Legendary director from Japan. Uh, most notably made a movie called Seven Samurai. The Seven Samurai. A black and white samurai movie. It's Akira. It's Akira? Yeah. Akira Kurosawa? Yeah. So, like, this guy's iconic. His, the, especially like the Seven Samurai has influenced so much of the shit that you probably know and love, like your Christopher Nolan movies, all that shit, like all heavily influenced. Um, and this game, Ghost of Tsushima, is also heavily influenced by Kurosawa films. So much so to the point where they made the game in English. It's an English developer, you know, but the game is fully playable in Japanese with English subtitles and in black and white. Which is exactly how the like they frame it, they they frame the whole story. It's it literally looks like, and I'm playing it in black and white, with Japanese English subtitles, 
Yeah, and also in Kurosawa mode, you you wouldn't know this because you didn't play in the regular mode. There's like graininess and all There's, that. That's what I was gonna say. There's a graininess to the sound, so yeah. it even sounds like an older film. But correct. It's like interactive. Film. It's like a record player. Like you hear the scratches yeah, and all that stuff. I do know the difference because when I first booted it up, I did boot it up in color. Yeah. Okay. But you have to like when you start a new game save. I was like, I thought I could play this in black and white. No, but you have to get into the game first, change the settings, and then I just restarted the game and started all from the beginning, black and white. And uh, I'm enjoying the fuck out of that, yo. I like yo. I never thought that I would play an entire game, and the game is gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. Like not in black and white. The colors are stunning. The visuals are stunning. You'll go to like different settings in the game. And yeah. Like the whole world is just so colorful and vibrant. It's like. But. Yeah. And there's been times where I'm playing it in black and white and I almost go to switch it in color because I'm like, oh my God, this scene would look gorgeous. Because it's Japan too. So you got a lot of like the lotus flowers just flying in the wind and all that shit. I'm like, nope, I'm just going to ride this out, play it black and white, just lock into this experience. And it's been so enjoyable. And. It's just brought me back to the love of video games for art. You know what I mean? And even like the whole process of me getting Ghost of Tsushima was very throwback. Because when I was trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, do I play Zelda again because it's a season? Well, no, let me play something new. I want to experience something new because I finally have time to. And then I'm trying to like decipher what to play. I'm looking through all the shit that I have, getting the free games and stuff, and then... Ghost of Tsushima is like really the only game that I've missed in the last couple of years where I'm like, I fucking dying to play this. Like, this is a piece of art that I need to take in. And it's like $80, $90. And A, I don't, I don't have the money to spend on just one video game like that right now. But I took a throwback, man. I went on eBay. I went on Kijiji. I, and I went on Facebook Marketplace. And I just looked for, so I found it for like 25 bucks. And I went through the whole process of like haggling with the guy, dri- driving out to get it. And I like even in the whole like that whole process, I was just so, I just enjoyed the whole thing of it because that's how I existed when I was younger. Yeah. You went to the used video game store you, or you went to multiple sources if you didn't want to get it new or you would trade in shit or you would trade or whatever. Or it's you like do what you did and go off Kijiji and see if you could buy it. Like, yeah. And that is also like part of it, you know. So the whole process and then i got the game and then i came home with it installed it and all that it just reminded me of being a kid it's just like very enjoyable little moments like that so i'm i'm gonna wrap this shit up i'm gonna go play some of that game unless you want to watch right after next what are you saying let's play you want to play some games all right we'll play some games we'll play some games uh we'll make a theme we'll get the fuck on out of here uh ladies and gentlemen i am black zeus that is dante where can they find you dante uh you can find me on Instagram at Dante C H E Z D A N T E, or if you have any production needs, any production problems, at Person One Pod, follow your boy. I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Uh, AKA Black Zeus on YouTube. You can also search Black Zeus the podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe if you're not already. Please do. Much love and respect to all the people that continue to subscribe. We're at 125 now, baby. We might even be at 126. We're building. We're building. We're building. And it's all because of you, the beautiful people, the listeners of this podcast. I love and appreciate you all. This has been Black Zeus, the podcast, season three, episode 48. All right. Uh, Dante, love and respect, bro. Everybody, uh, everybody to you. Love and respect. We will see you here next week, closer to Christmas. Peace, peace. Oh.